Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. glad you're here. Would you do that? Tell about three people this morning. Say, I'm really glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Oh, man, such a beautiful group today at 9 a.m. So thankful that you're with us. If this is your first time with us this morning at Faith or New Church, we're so excited. We are glad you're here. So thankful the Lord has sent you today. Faith or New family, let our first-time guests know you love them. Come on, let them know you appreciate them. Once you pull into the campus, we consider you family, and so again, thank you for being here this morning. Excited to have you, and uh, all those who are joining us online this morning, so good to have you. Wish you were here in the room with us, but uh, again, so thankful you have tuned in. Make sure you comment, let us know where you're at this morning. Love to hear from you, and, uh, but uh, I tell you, before we jump in the Word, I just want to say again, thank you to everyone who came out last week for our fall festival. If you were here last week, make some noise. Come on. You were here. Come on. It was absolutely amazing. Our highest attended event in the history of Faith Renewed Church. Come on, man. Look at that. Look at Jesus. And look at you, man. Thank you so, so much to all those who served and who made that happen, our dream team for our fall festival dream team again. Thank you so much. It was, it was so cool. You know, after you do this for a while, there's some folks you're in the trenches with year in, year out. We had those faithful folks who we have, we've done a lot of fall festivals together. We've, we've been in the trenches and we've done that, but it was so wonderful also to see new faces and people who are just jumping in and said, man, this is my home. Come on, this is my family, and I'm going to jump in and be a part of that, man. It just gets me, gets me emotional seeing that. So thank you so much, again, for all those who are jumping in. If you're not yet a part of a dream team, we want to see you become a part of a team, part of this family. And again, thank you. You can do that again by signing up for Faith Track. If you're new here, that is our process for membership of getting to, to know you, you to know us, taking that next step. And so again, it's all about next steps. We don't want to see you stay where you're at at any point in your life. I want to keep going deeper. Amen. Anybody with me? I know it's 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, but is anybody with me this morning? That is, I want to go there. And so, again, that's how you can do that. So, again, sign up. We're going to have it this, this afternoon. If you have not yet been a part of Faith Track, we want you here this afternoon. We want to see you and hang out with you, get to know you better. And so, again, be a part of that. But it, is, it was wonderful to celebrate that, new, that season of harvest. And, uh, again, just a beautiful time. I just, you sense it in the spirit, you know, so I just that that new season we're in. I, I don't even know. Maybe some of you uh, have already decorated for Christmas. There may or may not be a Christmas tree up at the Rogers home already and decorations already. There, uh, they'll come down the day of Christmas or the day after. We don't, we, don't, we don't hang around after it's all said and done. It comes down, but it goes up early. And, uh, but again, it's just a new season. I'm excited about it. But uh, I just love, again, what God's doing. But also, I love His Word. And I know you do as well. So if you brought your Bible, turn with me to Psalm chapter 19. <clears throat> yeah, Psalm chapter 19. And um, as you turn there, if you're new here, this is, this is a book that we believe is true. It's called the Bible. 
And uh, we believe that it's true. We believe every word of it is true. We gain our value systems and how we do life from this, from this word. Um, it, it contradicts the world so often. And, uh, but again, so we, we base our beliefs on, we base what we do, how we do life. We want to base it off this book. Uh, we know we don't get it all right every time, but this is our, this is our standard. This is our guideline, and so um, this is what we go towards. So again, so Psalm chapter 19, as you turn there, if you didn't bring your Bible, uh, we'll have the words that will be on the screen for you, and you also can do this. If you have the YouVersion Bible app, do this right now. If you didn't bring your Bible and you have your mobile device, you can click on uh, that app, go to More, and then Events, and you'll actually see this, this message. Um, it does not stay there. It, it will be there like six days, and it will disappear, so save it in its yeah, you save those, you can hit the share button, share the word of God with others, so I encourage you to do that. But Psalm chapter 19, I want to read one verse, um, there's a lot of Bible today. I don't say that, I apologize, I'm just saying that there's just a lot of Bible today. I talking to Pastor Louie earlier, we, I had to like take out stuff uh, because this was going to be a four-week uh, series this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like... I don't think they'll hang around. I don't think they'll hang out that long. I really don't. So I was like, I had to pull stuff out. So there's a lot of verses, a lot of passages. Some are standing alone. I, I want to encourage you to do something this week. Uh, if you are one of those who love to dig deeper, you're like one of those, like, I, I want to go deeper. And I, I, would, I would look at these passages. That's why you save it. That's why you save the, uh, the actual uh, event on version, and, and go back and read the chapters that these verses are coming out of. Look at the fullness of this. I believe it will speak to you even deeper than we'll be able to go this morning. I really do feel that. So, But do that. But I do want to look at verse 14. If you've got to say, I have it. Woo! Y'all are good. It says this in verse 14. Let the words of my mouth. Tell your, tell your neighbor, you need to listen this morning. Text your kids and say, you need to go watch this message. And the pastor is preaching this morning, <clears throat> let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. O oh Lord, Jehovah, my strength, and my redeemer. Would you do this with me? Would you join me? Let's just go into the Father's presence. We can enter the throne room together boldly and talk to him this morning. So, Father, we love you. We're honored, we're blessed, we're privileged, thankful for the opportunity to be here, God. It truly is a privilege, God. We don't want to take lightly being able to enter in, being able to come boldly for making a way, for redeeming us. And Lord, we just thank you for your presence in this place this morning. I just just believe today you're going to redeem, you're going to deliver, you're going to set free this morning. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Would you say it with me? Amen. 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 I need to wipe my eyes. I tell your neighbor you love you. You love them very much. Amen. Would you do that? I can't see my nose. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. I've been leaking a lot this morning. My eyes have been leaking a lot, man. I was up here singing about who sitting at his presence and just staying there. I was, I could have. I could have just hung out there for a while. I don't know about you. Wow, so good this morning. Thank you, worship team. Um, but this morning, I want to jump back into, we're in a series right now called Jehovah. And how many knows there is one true living God? And man, and that is Jehovah. We serve Him. We love Him. We believe in Him. And we believe He's a God who loves us. And so again, there's something about that name. And so we've been learning this in this series 
that this one true God that we actually read in Scripture, he has names that reveal his nature. He has descriptions that, that we can look at to get to know him more. And so I was looking back. We've been here a while, and I didn't know, again, going in. I never know exactly how long it's going to be going into these series, how long we'll be there. But we've been there now, I believe, four months looking at these Jehovah names. How I many knows time flies when you're having fun? Amen? And, uh, and I'm just like, wow, how, how did it go that fast? But I also know this. We haven't scratched the surface of who God is. He's so much more vast. He's so much greater. He's bigger than what we can imagine. And so, but we are learning more about him. And so, again, we know that this God that we serve supplies all of our needs. And, and we've been learning these Jehovah names. And I always love to recap the week before, if I can. I've been, and so last week, we looked at, Je, looked at Jehovah Nassau, the Lord who forgives. I'm thankful for forgiveness. I'm thankful for forgiveness. And uh, we talked last week that, re- that forgiveness is something that you receive. And so you receive forgiveness. We had many who received the forgiveness of God last week. And, man, I am so thankful for that. And, that, and forgiveness, guys, today is flowing freely in this room this morning at 9 a.m. And so if you need forgiveness, it's here. Oh, man, it's here. And so, again, it's something we receive. It's available today. Uh, we also know this. We also learned that forgiveness is something you give. So uh, such feedback this past week. Thank you. Oh, it's an encouragement when you hear things like, man, said, that message from me, I needed it. I'm using it. I've already put it in action. I've, I've done some things already because of this message. And so, again, you can give forgiveness. Whether, again, you're having to give that to someone else, give it to yourself, whatever it is that you give that to someone or you receive that yourself is so important. So, again, forgiveness. Uh, I didn't do this with 11 a.m. service, didn't have time. Uh, but in 9 a.m., we talked about a few things that forgiveness is not. I think a lot of times we put the pressure on people. Uh, a lot of times, like, man, well, I, I've got to forgive. I've got to forget. Um, God can do that. He chooses to forget. But sometimes it may be hard for us to do that. I know y'all are spiritual and y'all are, and I know, I understand it's you, what are you talking about? I don't, I forget, I don't, sometimes it's hard and sometimes we have to just continue to walk in that. But forgiveness doesn't mean you forget all the time. It doesn't mean you're approving of a wrongdoing that was done to you. It doesn't mean you're saying okay and trusting them again. It, It doesn't mean that you're even doing this, seeking reconciliation in that relationship. But you're doing this. You're saying, I refuse to let what I did or something that was done to me keep me bound anymore. And I'm going to release that thing. I'm going to give and receive forgiveness because forgiveness will set you free. Amen. And so, again, it's worth it. I promise you, forgiveness is worth it. Walk in it. But today I want to look at another name that we see of Jehovah. We saw it in our passage today. It's throughout the Old Testament. We see a name today, Jehovah Goel, and it means the Lord, our Redeemer, the one who redeems. Now, this is a cool word this morning. This is a powerful, very important word today. Isaiah chapter 47, verse 4 says, As our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts is his name. He's the Holy One of Israel. And so, again, we're talking about Jesus this morning who redeems the people. And so, again, there is a Redeemer. Now, I, I, this is one of those words I want to make sure we get the understanding of this. That there are, there are so many benefits that can come from redemption. There are so many benefits that come from following Jesus. Um, 
<clears throat> excuse me, I was having a conversation with someone this week. They talking about putting God first in their life. And they were talking about putting him first in every area of their life. And so they said when they made that decision to pull back and release some things to God and begin to trust him, they began to watch God move in their life in so many ways, not just in the area that they released to God, but in other areas as well. And it's a part of this redemption plan. It's a part of what releases that when we turn everything over to God, there are benefits of being what I'm talking about this morning, redeemed by God. There are benefits that come. There are benefits today a lot. Man, those who received forgiveness last week, you didn't just receive forgiveness. You received benefits that come from knowing God. And so the Bible's full of them. I want to look this morning at Psalm 103. Again, a lot of verses today, so I'm going to try to keep going as quick as I can on these things. I want to get these verses in. Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5 says this. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Whew. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. I mean, we're blessing him or we're worshiping him. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Benefits have come from, from knowing Jesus. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction. Amen. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth oh, is renewed like the eagles. Now, this is cool this morning because when we're talking about redemption, I don't think we fully understand the value of this word. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't. I still don't because we, not, we can't fully comprehend how great God is and how big he is. Again, all these Jehovah names scratching the surface of how great and deep this God is we're talking about and how much he loves us. But I, I was like, all right, God, how can I kind of help us understand it more? That, God, that was my prayer this week. Lord, help us understand redemption more. So I started looking at ways we're seeing redeemed use in our languages and in our way, in our way of life. Now, I found it, probably a lot of you have it, I pulled up my phone and I pulled up the Chick-fil-A app. I pulled up the Chick-fil-A app and and it says on there, but you see the word redeem. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I was like, man, all right, so I'm like, there's redeem. I'm like, you know, and, and again, that, that's been called God's chicken. Amen. It's been called the Lord's chicken. And, uh, and so, again, I, I think there's some great things, you know, when it comes to Chick-fil-A. Who knows by heart the menu and what you're going to get when you pull up? Uh, I mean, be honest. Some of y'all are scared. You, you ain't never raised your hand in church. Be honest. This is the first time. Come on, be honest. You pull up and they come running at you and they have that tablet. You don't have to look at the, you don't have to look at the menu and they come to you because most of the time most people know it. Number one, wheat bun, extra pickle. Don't you owe me? I'll, I'll come at, I'll come off the stage, boy. That's good eating right there. I'm telling you right now. Number one, wheat bun, extra pickle. The Lord's in that. But I was thinking about it. So you have this app. You get them to scan this app. And then there's somewhere down the line you can redeem stuff. Now, you spent $550 to receive and redeem a $3 chicken sandwich. 
<laughs> is it six dollars now? Man, dude. Man, you're telling I don't need that much. But I, but I know it by heart. Amen. But, but I, I was thinking like, man, I, I feel like that's our mindset sometimes when we're thinking about redemption. I'm going to all this stuff I'm going to do and all this stuff I'm going to give, all this stuff I have to see and, and all this work that takes place from me. And then somewhere along the way, we get to redeem something back from the Lord. I want you to know this morning, this word redemption that we're speaking of is not even something that we pour into. It's something that's poured into us. Amen. It's something that is given to us. And so when we receive this today, some of y'all, Chick-fil-A's closed on Sunday. I'm sorry. I know some of y'all mad right now because I have done lit the Chick-fil-A uh, desire within your heart. I apologize. Amen. For doing that. But we see this this morning, this redemption that we're speaking of, that's not a beautiful picture biblically. And I hate to blaspheme the Lord's chicken. But it's not a great picture. Hunter, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. Because when it comes to redemption, there is not one thing that we can give that we redeem back. Not one. Because a biblical picture of redemption is this. That you were in bondage. That you were enslaved. You were chained. No freedom in your life. And then someone comes along and actually looks at the, uh, the, the, the uh, block of the slave market and they look at your life and you have nothing to give them. You have nothing to offer to them. And then they do this. They purchase you, but not to make you a slave. They purchase you to set you fully free and to never again be in bondage any longer to the thing that once held you. Now, again, we have no part in that. But it is a beautiful thing that God has given us when we see redemption, when we see what God can do in our life. Now, again, passage after passage, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, knowing this, knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things, like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. Again, not what we do with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spite. We've been redeemed. Now, I want to look this morning quickly because I know we've hung out early in the introduction and hung there a while, but I want to I give you three this morning that I think we cannot miss when it comes to redemption. When we hear this word redeem and redeemer, when we think about the power of this word, there are a few things that we need to look at. There is first is this, that we are redeemed from. Like, the, like you're on the slave market, and I don't, I don't think it's, it's a coincidence that God is using one of the worst atrocities, one of the worst things that's been done to man is for them to be enslaved, to use something like that to show us the picture of how much he loves us and how much he comes and receives us and purchases our life, again, not to make us a slave, but to set us free. And he does it like this. He redeems us from. Now, there are so many. I encourage you, invite you this, this week as you study these passages in more detail. Just, just pick out the things the Holy Spirit's putting in your heart. And I'm redeemed from this also. But a few this morning that stood out to me, we are redeemed from sin. 
We are redeemed from sin. These aren't in your notes, so you've got to add them. This is where there's places for that on you version or in your tablet. Write these things down. We, we are redeemed from sin. We are incapable of being free from sin, redeemed from sin on our own. So he comes and redeems us, and he frees us from that. He, he frees us from the dead of that. And so we see it in Scripture. He says in Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, he has delivered us from the power of darkness. I don't fear, I don't fear darkness. I don't. I know we're coming off a season where everybody's, oh, no, the saints at work. He's, he's always at work. Darkness is all, I'm not fearful of that, man. I have the light of God. We have the light of Christ in us. And so again, we dispel darkness. We come against that. We shine light. And he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. I know, oh my God, his love. Now, we, that's all bad, y'all. I'm telling you. I will, that's all is bad. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. I, I just, we were singing earlier about not getting what we deserve, deserved. I'm so thankful, God. I looked over my eyes, I like, bro, aren't you thankful, man? He didn't give us what we deserved. And there's some this morning, you're, you're in bondage. And this is not like I'm not picking on anybody. This is a reality of this room. There's a reality of people watching. It's a reality of people being on the stage that, man, there, there are places in our life that we're in bondage to sin. There are bondage to struggles. There are strongholds in people's lives. And God wants to redeem you from that sin. He wants to go get you off the auction block and set you free, deliver you from that bondage so that you can be free from sin. Now, he, he frees us again from so many. He also frees us from the law. Now, this is, a, this is important that we see this. So when I say that, I'm not talking about the laws of the land. Don't speed home. And then when you get stopped, pull up YouTube and say, hold on, no, no. We just, we, we learned this morning on, 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 from church that, man, we are free from the law. That is not true. I'm not talking about the laws of the land. But there is a curse of a law that has been established that we can never live up to. We can never measure up to. There's a standard that only God only fulfilled. There's a standard that only he can live up to. And Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. He took on our curse. He took on our sin. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And so again, there is an unrealistic standard uh, called the law that we cannot live up to. Now again, I believe this. I believe there are moral laws in Scripture that men have not changed, not shift. They're there for a reason. They help us. Don't just look at me. I promise you. It's true. It will help you when you live by this moral law code that God has put in Scripture. But this is also true. The standard that has been set can only be achieved by Christ. So we have to be redeemed from the curse of the law. He purchases our freedom. 
Now, again, it's, it's not a something, again, like the Chick-fil-A app. It's not something we're like giving part of or we're like, you know, doing a little bit. And then at some point, we get to redeem it back. We get to get it. I, I come from, I'm old, and so I remember like green stamps, and you go to the redemption station, and so again, and you, you exchange, you know, a, a little, you know, green stamp book for some little piece of junk, and then it falls apart, and then you get home, and then like, man, you know, I licked all those stamps and almost passed out, and, uh, and so from, from those things, and this is what I get. It's wild. Like, I, I, I remember, I, one of my high school jobs, guys, was, was I worked at Kmart. My heart breaks for this generation. They will never know the power of a blue light special. They'll never know, man. The generation coming up, they'll never know the power of the blue light. Son, that thing comes on, they make the announcement. Your kids, they, you throw them in the buggy and you pushing. And, man, it's amazing. Mama's heading there. Daddy chunks them and, hey, they land in the buggy. You go take advantage of a blue light special. I worked in layaway part of the time. And if you don't know, see, some of y'all know what a layaway is. Y'all don't know. I'm sorry. Y'all don't know the power of this. I worked in layaway. I, I, I figured this out. I, I really recently I figured this out while they put me in there. They would, they would bring me off my regular shift. They'd put me in layaway because my mind and how it works and I want things in order and in place. I would like, they sent me there and I would go in there and Get it back in order. I just remember, I know now, I'm older, I'm, it makes sense. I, why now they did that to me? But I remember the, the layaway plan. And that you would do this, you would go pay some on your layaway. And it was just waiting for you. It's there, like, man, you know, it's like the, they wrap it in plastic and put it up. And I, I'd move it to where it's supposed to be because the other little dude, don't like his job, appreciate this. Does not have a spirit of excellence. Threw it underneath at A, and their last name was R, and all kind of, so I was like frustrated. But it's, it's there. But I think so often we think this is our way with Christ. I'm going to keep paying, I'm going to keep doing it. And at some moment, I get to receive from the sum of Him. I want you to see this morning that He redeems you from the curse of the law. He redeems you from your sin. He pays in full for you. He, he purchases your freedom in full. I mean, like, I, I, I want us to get this. Like, I, I don't want anyone to think that for one moment, like, I think we've kind of set a standard. Like, man, you can get saved, but it's going to take you a while to get free. There are places and there are times and there's areas that you go through and there's counseling that's needed sometimes and freedom things that need to happen. I believe in every bit of that. But also believe in a God who will set people free in a moment and redeem them from the curse, the penalty, all of the things that the enemy can bring, redeems them from that in a moment. Now, he redeems us again. I just put down three in this first one is this. He also redeems our earthly bodies. This is cool, man, man. And the older I get, the more I'm liking this one. I'm serious. I'm liking this one more. Romans 8.23 says, Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even when we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. I was talking to someone about my, my father this week, my dad. And we just come off a year since his passing. And uh, 
again, hard to believe this has has gone that quickly. And but I was talking about him, and you know, I would try to honor him in those conversations. But I, I was thinking about like before he left this earth, like where he was at, like physically and mentally, was not my father. And I, I was thinking about him laying in that bed and the struggle that he was in, and then then the moment, like just like Im- immediately. When he took that last breath, that redemption, a body was immediately redeemed, fully healed, fully whole, no more sickness, no more disease, and we are redeemed. Our bodies are redeemed. And like in a, in a moment, in one instant, and I was like, man, I know there were, there were all my brothers were there, the family was there, and there were so many, and they were like, man, you know, it was a different type prayer for some of them. And again, they viewed it different, but this was my mindset. I said, thank you. Jesus, thank you, Lord, because I've been praying, like, God, heal him. Whether it's here or there, just heal him. I know people, like, had a good friend. He had a parent who stayed in that situation for 10 years. And, man, it breaks my heart. And, again, I, I, you know, but I was like, Lord, just heal. Heal, just, I mean, speed it up. Heal whatever you have to do. He wasn't even there just months, and he was with Jesus. And I believe he was healed wholly, fully, instantly. And this morning for me and you, when we see Christ, our bodies are redeemed, like fully. We're having a conversation this week with some woman, and they were trying to explain this to a child, again, what this redemption looks like for our body. It is a beautiful thing, so we are redeemed from so many things. There are more, but that's three this morning. Secondly, we see this. We are redeemed by. We are redeemed by. Something Now, this does not, again, just happen. We're redeemed by, and again, it's not by our good works. It's not by our going to the, to the, to the Chick-fil-A, giving them all of our money. Come on, some of y'all need to hear this message. I don't know why the Holy Spirit keeps taking me back to this. He wants to set some of y'all free this morning. The Chick-fil-A addiction. But it's not about going to Caremar and giving a little bit and, and, and getting something maybe in the end. We were redeemed by. And it was, it was immediate. I, I, I don't want us to ever miss the power of the blood of Jesus. We were redeemed by the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says this. It's in him we have redemption through his blood. It's by his blood that the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace And so, again, it is the gospel. It is the good news that Jesus does this. Jesus sheds his blood for us. And we do. We receive communion. And and one of the things, it was awesome. We have one of uh, our small groups leader asked us this week, said, hey, do we have communion elements available for for people to take? And I I said, absolutely. They're they're on the back, right here on the back of our uh, sanctuary, on our our baptismal there. We keep the communion elements out for people to to do that here at home, but one of the things that was put on my heart, my, we were talking about it, it was cool how God does this. He was sharing this morning that God called him to just take time and do communion this morning by himself before we come here. And I was like, bro, you don't understand. That's in my notes. I, I want to invite you this week. Again, I, I feel this, this is going to be a special moment for some of you. I love corporate communion. We do that as the Lord leads that. And again, as time allows, sometimes it's hard, but but I, I want you to take a moment, and the communion elements will be available. You can use those if you have yours at home. That's fine. But I want you to take a moment this week, and I want you to take time and remember the blood of Jesus. I want you to remember that it was by that precious blood 
that we've been redeemed. And it was when that flowed from him. I, I, I don't believe, contrary to what some may speak or believe or some preachers may say, I believe the blood of Jesus was for all. I believe it was for whosoever, according to what the scripture says, that whosoever puts faith. Some of I mean, again, some would get up and say, maybe you was chosen, maybe you wasn't. I serve a God who said, whosoever will come and call upon me, he will be saved. And so, again, that's what I believe. It was by that, and Jesus did this. Jesus had that blood flow from his body. He was beat beyond recognition, stripes taken upon his back, crown of thorns placed upon his head, nailed to a tree, and it flowed out of his body for me and you. And it was by that blood. It was by what Christ did for us. May we never miss it. May we never forget it. May we take time again to remember whether we're doing it physically through the act of communion or it's a communion of the heart where we take time. I try to do it daily, just every day. Just take time and say, God, I thank you for the cross. Lord, I thank you for, for what you did for me, for what you purchased for me, for the cross and what that represents. And this is the beauty of this today. We see that Christ gives his life. He dies in our place for our sins, but then he does this. He resurrects from the grave. We serve a, sa- a living redeemer this morning. Job nineteen twenty five says, For I know that my redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. Amen. And so again, he lives today. He's alive forevermore. I want you to study Hebrews this week, Hebrews 9, 11 through 15. But Christ came as a high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. We did a whole series on the tabernacle. Go back and listen to that if you missed it. But not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. He entered the holy place once for all. Amen. The only one who was the offerer and the offering and then turned and received what was being offered. For if the blood of bulls and goats, again, verse 13, and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant. Again, no longer under the law, but under a new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the internal inheritance. It was by his blood. It was by what Christ did for me and you that today we can be redeemed from all sin, all curse, all past, all failures. And I, I feel like we're in a moment, I, I truly, as I was praying this morning, just, just there worshiping and praying the Lord, I feel like this is, I really hope hearts are open right now because I really feel like today's a critical day. I feel it more in my spirit than I ever have. This is a critical day for several in this room that you respond as the Holy Spirit draws you this morning, that you don't reject the call of God right now that's being placed upon many in this house, that you respond to what the Spirit of God is saying. And we're, because today, this morning, you can be redeemed from those things. 
and it's by his blood. We're all only redeemed from, it's not just by, but we're redeemed to. We're redeemed into a family. We're redeemed into a body. We're redeemed into this work. Galatians 4 says this in verses 3 through 7. It says, even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. Again, on the market of slavery, in bondage to this world. I mean, again, we can look back. Some can remember. You remember specifically, again, where you were at and what God did for you. Some of you may be there this morning. And God wants to free you from that. But not just from that. Not just by his blood, but he's trying to get you to a place in him. So he says this. We're once under those things. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son. Born of a woman. Born under the law. To redeem those who were under the law. That we might receive. The adoption as sons. Love adoption stories. We're, we're gonna, there's one happening this month here in our church. It is amazing when you are adopted and called in. And listen, this is how it works, man. It's in that moment when you get brought into that family. It's not works. It's not again any of those things. It's a choice that someone makes, and they bring you into that family. They give you their name, and they make you part of their family. And it says this, and because you're sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave. So we have to, like, in this moment, look, get the slave mentality out of our minds. We have to think for, you don't have to be in bondage to that thing any longer. Not one more moment. Listen, I don't care what, it, it could be a substance, it could be someone. You don't have to be in bondage to that thing any longer. You can be set free from that today by the blood of Jesus. And then he does this, he takes you from slavery. And he says, that is my son and that is my daughter because therefore you are no longer a slave but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Amen. Come on, can we give God a praise offering for that passage this morning? I want you to think for one moment that today, listen, you have this opportunity. You have it today. We have it this morning. To walk into the very presence of the one who created the whole universe. Oh, man, and, and it's not like just to like, like we're not like coming in. No. As a son and daughter of God, being called into his presence. And how? How, how do we gain access? Because we come redeemed. That's his promise to us. And this is what's good glory. I love this. Psalms 107.2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. Whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Amen. So this is, the, this is the hope this morning. I want you to stand. And this morning I want you to do this. Like if you're redeemed, I want you to say so right now by giving God praise and giving him a thanksgiving and an offering day that you've been redeemed from sin. Come on, you've been redeemed from shame. You've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Everything is behind you by the blood of Jesus. And he makes you a son and daughter this morning. It's by his blood. And it happens today.
happens today. And so this is what we do. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Like make that declaration that I am receiving today the redemption that God has. I'm receiving that today again. I know some of you, like men, are thinking, like men, like, like you wish there was more in your account that you could draw from. You wish there was more that you could draw from. Wish there was more that you had put in. Erase that mindset today when it comes to what Christ wants to do in your life. This does not matter this morning what you've put in. What you've given is what he's given for you. And he's given his life. He laid it on a cross so that we could be redeemed. I want to invite you, if you would, right where you're standing, bow your hands, close your eyes and say, Holy Spirit, this morning, what are you saying to me? God, what are you saying to me this morning? Oh, man, what are you saying to me, Lord? through this message. How do I take this, receive this, apply this, and walk in this today? For some, listen, I, as we hit different areas, there were places, listen, that God specifically spoke to your heart in that He wants to redeem you from. There's some areas that He wants to redeem you from this morning. Listen, why be in bondage when you can be free? Freedom reigns here. It's in this room. It's in this place. It's available today. So don't stay in bondage when God wants to set you free. And it's, it's this morning, it, it could be being redeemed from, and it's by the blood of Jesus. But for some of you, listen, I believe God wants to increase the revelation for you that you're his son, that you're his daughter, and that he calls you that. He's pleased with you. He loves you. He wants to bring you into sonship today, bring you into a family. And just right where you're standing, your heads are about, eyes are closed. Listen, if there's anyone today, and I believe this, I believe this is a pivotal time. It's critical for some this morning. Listen, that God wants to set you free from. He wants to deliver you by. He wants to take you into his family. This is a day that you respond. Listen, I want you to receive this. It's the only thing we do is receive it. That's the only thing we do is open our hearts. The whosoever that we spoke of earlier is me and you. And it's us calling on him and him releasing that redemption into our life. For some, I think this is what I feel like he's putting on my heart. For some, there was a moment in time, maybe back when you years earlier, when you were younger or something, maybe you started something, but you find yourself this morning in bondage to some areas. It's messed up your view of God. It's messed up your view of yourself. And God wants to show you this morning that He can redeem you, bring you into the family. He calls you son and daughter. So heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Listen, this morning, if, if, if today, you, if, you, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart, you want to say this, I want to re- re- be redeemed from, or I want to be redeemed to, right now where you're standing, don't hesitate, do not wait, please don't hesitate, do not leave if you don't have to go right now. Right where you're standing, I want you to lift up your hands, high as heaven, like right now, if there's something the Holy Spirit is drawing you from, you say, I need to be redeemed from, I need to be redeemed to, I want a son or daughter, whatever it is, don't hesitate. Listen, don't hesitate. Please don't hesitate. I want to invite you to do something. This again, it would be entirely up to you, but I have seen God work so many times in so many ways in this very altar. It's why we open it up, because we believe this, that he's here, and he changes hearts and lives when we pray. And so when we pray, God moves, he answers. And I believe today he's going to release redemption in this room. He's going to redeem from. He's going to redeem to today, and it's going to be by his blood. And so listen, if you lifted up your hand, 
I want to invite you to do this. Take a step out right now where you're at and begin to come towards this altar. You will not, I promise you, be by yourself. As you begin to come this direction, I want our prayer team to begin to come with them. And so again, I just want you to find a place to pray. Come on, I just want you to find a place to pray. Get with God right now. Listen, there's not one thing to be ashamed of. If your hand went up, please understand that. That is not every one of us have been on the marketplace, on that auction blocker. We're there now. Every one of us. And so this morning, again, just receive it. Come on, just receive it. Yeah. Come on, so you can kneel, you can stand. And I say this, there are are other hands that come. I just want to invite you, again, not to embarrass anyone, but to see you receive what God has for you. And listen, if you raise your hand, you do not come. Just right where you're at this morning, just keep those hands up. Just go after God. Pray to the Lord. Talk to Him right now in this moment. And right now, I want you, prayer team, I want you to just begin to flow, begin to move. Don't hesitate. Go. Go, begin to go right now. And I believe freedom is going to be released in this house. Freedom is going to be released in this place. We're going to see it move right now. We're going to, be, we're going to see it happen this morning. We're going to see freedom flow in the name of Jesus. So right now, Father, we just thank you that you are Jehovah the well. You are the Lord who redeems. And we receive that today by grace, by faith, in your Son, by that Lord. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.